Continuing with Siman Rishvav, general halachot of brachot and those which relate to hefsek. Uh, so, so some general rules first. Lay of arech person needs to be dressed. The bottom half needs to be covered at the very least to make a bracha. Their head, your head, should be covered also to make a bracha. Uh, he points out that ulamo chlim b'chovayem rashim levarech yifnei He doesn't get into the details, but he says that a beach can make a brachot before and after. Presumably not in the state of complete dress. Um, maybe even missing a shirt, but it's appropriate to put on clothing to make berachot. Continuing along, if you're making a bracha on the food or on something to smell, you should hold it in your right hand when you make the bracha. And it's not appropriate to wear gloves and not hold the food directly when you make the bracha. It's appropriate to hold it in your hand directly, unless it's very cold. You could be lenient. The reason for this is that it's considered to be disrespectful. It's considered to be disrespectful for the bracha and to the food. It's as if I'm showing, I don't really want to touch this. I don't want to be involved with this, and therefore I'm wearing a glove because it's yucky. And yet, I'm going to make a bracha on it. So that's strange. That's not appropriate. should hold the food in my hand, show as a sign of respect. But if it's cold and I'm wearing gloves because it's freezing... So that's not a, it's not a lack of respect that I'm not holding the food. It's not a lack of kavod at all. It's just cold and therefore it's acceptable. The same vein. You can't make the bracha until it's in front of you. If you can't, ideally you should hold it in your right hand. If you don't hold it in your right hand, you can't hold it in your right hand. At the very least, it needs to be in front of me when I make that bracha. It shouldn't be, oh, I know it's coming from the kitchen. I should wait until it's there in order to make the bracha. Now, Moving on to a slightly different topic. Take an apple to eat it, and you make a bracha. And before I get to take a bite out of it, it falls out of my hand and rolls away. It's lost. Or falls into a river, it falls into a canal, something like that. It gets gross and disgusting, and now it cannot be eaten. And now, and they give me another apple. Someone feels bad, they saw my apple drop, they gave me another apple. I need to make a new bracha. I didn't intend to eat that second apple. I only wanted to eat the first apple. Even if there was a second fruit in front of me, there was a whole bowl in front of me, but I was eating my apple, and I made a bracha on it. That bracha doesn't go anywhere. That bracha has nowhere to go, and therefore a new apple needs another bracha. He says the same thing should apply to a drink. I made a bracha, and then they switch out my cup. Or it spills. And then they bring me something else to drink. It needs a second bracha. And he points out at the very end here, But if it was in front of me, it doesn't make a difference. I still need to make a new bracha, unless I had in mind to drink from that second cup as well. Meaning, there's a whole bottle of soda on the table. I pour my cup, myself a glass of Coke. I make a bracha of shakol, and it spills out. But I had in mind to drink more than one cup of soda. I had in mind to drink two, three, four cups of soda. That's what I usually do. So then I had in mind to drink more from the bottle of Coke that's in front of me. So the fact that I had in mind to drink more Coke, and the Coke that I have in my cup now spilled, I can pour a second glass of Coke and not have to make a second bracha. Presumably the same rule should apply to fruits as well. I intended to eat a whole bunch of apples. The fact that one fell right now is irrelevant. I intended to eat many of them. So the one that I wanted to eat first didn't work out, but I wanted to eat a second one. And therefore no second bracha is necessary for the next one. Have a wonderful day.